welcome to GSR Gaiden, the podcast that's more than a side story. I'm Ash Beard Guy, aka Ashton Zala, and I'm back with another black anime Twitter panel for you. On Tuesday, March 1st, a story dropped that would reverberate throughout the entirety of the online anime fandom. Crunchyroll announced that Funimation would be merged into their streaming service. Now, a bit of background on this. In July 2017, Sony announced that they would purchase a controlling stake in Funimation. This deal closed in October of that same year. Now fast forward to December 2020. Sony, after having been stewards of Funimation for some three years now, decided that they would further consolidate their position in the legal anime distribution and streaming game by announcing the purchase of Crunchyroll for over $1 billion. This deal was concluded in August 2021 and fandom discussed at length when the inevitable merger of Crunchyroll and Funimation's online streaming offerings would come to pass. Well, we got that news this year on March 1st, 2022. Of course, with a story of that magnitude dropping, I had to put together a Twitter Spaces panel to discuss it and the effect it would have, not just on us as an online anime fandom, but also us as consumers of anime. And in that Twitter Spaces panel, I was joined by some heavyweights. I was joined by Esperance, at Esperance Addy, a Congolese student and avid otaku. I was joined by Ed of the Super Anime Podcast, a British anime podcasting heavyweight. I was also joined by Parker Zensai of Anime Freshman, another titan of the UK anime podcasting scene. I was joined by a black voiceover artist and actress, Amina, at Amina AK Acts. I was also joined by Jordan of Anime Savants, another incredibly talented podcaster. Mary Alana at Mary AG also made an appearance and she's a real heavyweight. She works for Retro Crush, the retro anime streaming service. I was also joined by Darnell, Doggy77Moon, Lenvel Laird, at Lenvel Laird, and Swordsman Dribble, at Swordman Dribble. I would like to thank all of these amazingly talented black anime fans and content creators for joining me at such short notice to discuss this massive story. So without further ado, I present this panel, Black Anime Twitter, Crunchymation. So hello, 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 hello. Good evening, hello. everyone. Um, so I put together this panel um, and people are free to speak. If you just want to put your hand up, uh, let me know. Um, as long as you're melanated or whatever, you can come up and speak. Um, so I put together this panel um, basically just to discuss um, the Crunchyroll and Funimation merger and um, what it means for us collectively um, as a fandom and more importantly, what it means for us as consumers of anime. Um, so if you want to speak, please, please just let me know. Um, put your hands up and I um, will let you come up. Um, so so um, Esperance, obviously you're up here already. Uh, if you could just introduce yourself, um, let people know a little bit about yourself. And um, the first main question 
I want to ask um, are what are your thoughts on the merger? Um, just your initial thoughts. Um, we need more speakers, so um, please put your hands up or use the clap or whatever. Um, please don't. You can't all be so shy. And there must be more of you that want to speak. Oh, yeah, so my name is Esperance. I, uh, I'm a fan of anime. I'm currently in the US. Um, yeah, I'm actually excited about this merger. But they used to be together before and then they got separated. I never really learned why, but I think that would just, that would help a lot for like, I don't know, push people to get more subscription maybe and just kind of sure. help animators and just the industry overall. Mm -hmm. At least I hope so with everything that we're learning about different studio, not having, not paying sure. the workers enough. So if this merger can kind of up those employees, that would be nice. That is just my thoughts. Um, no, of course, of course, of course. So obviously um, when one looks at the um, origins of um, Crunchyroll, how it initially came into being, um, it was obviously initially a... Um, one of those, uh, what you call those shadowy um, websites. It was, a, I think, it originally started out as a pirate, um, as a pirate uh, streaming site, and then obviously it became legal. Um, obviously, it got acquired eventually by Sony, um, who also acquired um, Funimation and um, there and Madman Entertainment in um, the. Uh, Australia, um, New Zealand area, um, the Asia Pacific region. So um, Sony have carefully, have like um, quietly, quietly been um, building up a monopoly um, within um, like Western anime um, licensing and distribution. And um, obviously they own the um, studio A1 Pictures um, and they also own the... Um, distributor aniplex um so it's very very interesting um for what it means in terms of um there being a monopoly um on distribution within uh the west um does nobody else want to speak honestly um no no other speakers coming um if, again if you do just put your hands up um and i'll bring you in um but yeah i mean like what are your thoughts on um sony um like one one main conglomerate um one main conglomerate kind of like consolidating power um within um yeah within that's not great that is not great i did not think that it was that bad i just thought that these two companies decided to just merge together like before sure uh but if it's like this is getting this is giving me disney with all the acquiring almost everything and just sure. kind of sure it's never it's never really good. I I will not say that I know much about like how monopolies work and like how they influence what is produced or not. I don't know if that's gonna have an impact on what type of anime is made or whatever, but I learned that generally speaking, monopolies are just never great. Like it's always good to have a diversity of I don't know, production company, distribution company and all of that. Of course. I mean, I feel like on the flip side, um, when considering um all of Sony's like acquisitions i feel like for consumers it might possibly be a positive um because fragmentation um in anime streaming um different titles um popular titles seasonal titles 
um, being on different streaming services is kind of a major problem. Um, yeah. And obviously not everybody exactly. has the economic means so, um, to be able to um, purchase different subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Um, it, a lot of these titles now being centralized in one um, subscription service is can only be seen as a positive in my eyes. No, as a consumer, of course, I'm, 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 I'm glad for the idea. Like it's, it's amazing. Like everything's good together. Blah blah blah. I just, like I said, I don't really know much. But when everybody is on, I'm, I'm just giving the example of Disney. Like everything on the Disney has to follow certain rules, and which means certain things cannot be produced, or they have to be modified and stuff like that. And that's affecting the art that people consume. And that's, that's kind of the angle that I was looking at. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Um, Ed, I heard that you want to come in. Yeah, yeah. Thanks very much for having me. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Perfect. Can you, I'm all right. You can hear me all right. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you all right. Thanks. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I would agree with you, Ashton. Um, what you said regarding um, streaming services being more like agnostic in terms of what consumers are looking to digest. Um, regarding content, we're getting to a place where I think this is. It's a smart move from Funimation and um, Crunchyroll just because you're seeing the likes of Netflix, Amazon, Disney even get into this anime space. And these are big giants as relates to media titles or media owners. So Funimation and Crunchyroll on their own were, yes, they were big titles, but coming together will allow them to play against the likes of Amazon and Netflix because ultimately... And they want to make sure that they don't lose market share. And I think they, they saw that they were losing market share to the likes of Netflix and Amazon. And again, like you mentioned, now we have one place where we just have a subscription model where we just, hopefully, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but I think it's going to be just one, one subscription model where you just play your country role. The price should be the same. It shouldn't be increased. And that will allow the company to compete against the likes of Netflix and um, Amazon and the likes. Just wanted to say that. <clears throat> Um, I mean, me personally, I do feel that um, undoubtedly one negative thing for consumers is that since the um, libraries are being merged, I do think that they are going to sneak in a price increase in there somewhere. Um, I think it's inevitable. Um, You're essentially getting three different um, subscription services. I mean, Funimation um, and Verve. I mean, I don't I'm not I'm not American. um, So somebody can clarify that for me. Um, how separate Verve is from Crunchyroll or what sort of titles Verve has on it or whether the titles are separate from Crunchyroll. But um, from the looks of things, you're essentially getting three different um, subscription services. So Crunchyroll, Funimation, uh, Verve, and I don't know what Wackenim is, um, essentially for one price. So undoubtedly there will be some kind of um, Mm -hmm. subscription service. Mm -hmm. Who wants to Mm -hmm. talk? Sure, one thing, one quick one. Not necessarily. You might be right, um, but I just think they would have to be competitive with the likes of Netflix mm-hmm. and Amazon. There's no way just mm-hmm. because those three have joined, they're gonna go to like nine ninety nine or ten nine or whatever it is. They yeah. still have to. They still have to be somewhat competitive with the likes of Amazon and Netflix because those like Netflix. You go there on Netflix now. They are encroaching on that anime space. Netflix have a massive, massive budget, and they've notified. They've noticed, sorry, that um, anime is one one of their biggest growing like categories in terms of um, viewership. So they are constantly, constantly adding new titles and so and so 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 forth. But you might be right. But I just think it will be competitive. Maybe it might go up by 
a small percent, but it'll be competitive with with regards to the rest of the streaming services. Okay, I agree. I don't think it'll be that much. Yeah, because anime is just one medium. And even, like, you can get anime on Netflix, you can get uh, anime on Hulu and Amazon, all those things. And, like, if you only have one medium, like, you need to make sure that, like, people come for that. Like, they could just say, oh, it's too expensive, I can just watch on Netflix or something. And just decide. So, yeah. 100%. 100%. Right. Um, I see Religiously Nerdy in here. So um, if you want to come in and speak. Yeah. So one of my concerns, and I've seen this kind of floating around. Actually, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear yes. you. That's really fine. You okay. sound good. Great. Um, but like one of the concerns that I've seen and that I personally have myself is how they're going to, how everything's going to format well under the Crunchyroll site and under the Crunchyroll app because it's already kind of laggy. Um, and sometimes they'll have things layered under different things. Like it'll be the name of a show. Like it'll be like just an example, like My Hero, My Hero Academia 2, My Hero Academia 3, but not necessarily like My Hero, but like other animes and stuff like that. And so just having all of that, especially with Funimation and all of their subs, um, people might be under the impression of, oh, this anime has over a hundred episodes. I can sit and watch this when the reality is, is probably a one season anime. And it's just all these different subs, all these different dubs of um, of the anime in, in different languages. So I, my issue and my concern is how that's going to be formatted and how that's going to be put together. Because, like, at the end of the day, as far as price-wise, I already know that it's going to probably go up, not probably skyrocket, because you can get it for, like, a year for, like, $80. So it's probably go up to like maybe a hundred. I, I assume like maybe a hundred. So like price wise isn't really necessarily an issue for people that already are buying Crunchyroll and Funimation. It'll just be one bill instead of two. Um, but just the format of how everything's going to come together is really an issue. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I mean, to be fair, um, with regards to Crunchyroll, they do have a beta um, for a new site design and it's actually really, really good. Um, it's a huge improvement over um, what they currently offer um, at the moment. Because if we're just being honest, as much as I do love Crunchyroll, um, their site and their app um, is kind of a hot mess. Um, so they are making conscious mm-hmm. effort. They are making a conscious effort uh, to try and improve it. Um, we got another speaker request. Um, obviously, uh, just if that speaker can you throw up your hand or a hundred um so this black anime twitter is a safe space um for black um anime fans and just want to clarify that um and um i just want to make sure that um the person agrees to like there's no anti-blackness and i think the podcast is uh spot is um presented the, the speaker wants who wants to speak is um presented by um an asian uh individual so i'm kind of like keen to just keep this as a safe space for only black and asian um podcasters so if you are obviously just confirm if that's lawson there just throw your hand up um that's a naruto talking naruto podcast um it's obviously obviously i'm just conscious of what fandom's like and i just want to keep this as a safe space um uh so if not um obviously um i'm just trying to keep this as a space a space as i said for black um black uh, anime fans um so i just wanted to clarify that um so um does so what the direction what i kind of want to take this in um is um will this merger make people um less likely 
to continue subscribing to um, other uh, services? Um, I don't think so. Or, or, or does it like to other um, streaming services? Um, does it push streaming services like High Dive? Um, we don't really have High Dive in the UK. Or I think you can subscribe to High Dive in the UK. Um, does it push streaming services like High Dive into irrelevance? And um, how do you think Netflix are going to react to this? So um, if we can have the speakers kind of like in order. So I think Religiously Nerdy spoke last. So if you can speak first this time. And then obviously we'll have Ed and, and Esperance. I don't think it'll be an issue for other companies at all i actually think because because of both crunchyroll and funimation being the two highest grossing i think it'll just cause them because high dive i know in the u.s um i want to say high dive you can't get um but there are some companies that you can actually get in the u.s that you can get in other countries which is fine because other countries probably also can't get crunchyroll or other countries probably can also get funimation um but I think I don't think that'll be an issue overall. In okay. the least, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so uh, Ed next, obviously. Yeah. So, from my perspective, when you're when you're a company, it all depends on the value you're looking to give to someone, right? So, if the value is the value proposition is obviously going to be more, as you mentioned. Um, Ash, regarding the three mergers or the three the three entities, as it were, Funimation, um, okay. Crunchyroll, and the other one. So if the value proposition is going to be more, there's going to be more content, there's going to be perhaps even more, sorry, my fridge open, perhaps even, <laughs> perhaps even yeah, more content, more videos, whatever it is. If the value proposition is there, then maybe you might get people you know, saying, you know what, Funimation or the new entity, as it were, Crunchyroll, it's given me what I need, so I don't necessarily need a Netflix um, account or I don't necessarily need an Amazon account. Of course, those brands are different in that they give you more of a broader context in terms yeah. of content you're, you're, you're consuming. So, of course, of course. Yeah, so what, what I see Crunchyroll having to do now is perhaps get those titles exclusively, if they can. I don't know how the whole system works, but get those um, ex- um, titles, those big titles exclusively on their platforms as opposed to Amazon and Netflix having them, so they can, you know, increase their proposition as it relates to either their premium service or their premium model, whatever they want to do. But that will allow them to, you know, funnel more people into um, essentially um, utilizing or getting that, getting, getting, getting the subscription or getting using their platform more. Because it's, I would see that them to join together will hope, hopefully give them more scope, more buying power, so on and so forth. Um, so that's the way I see it. <clears throat> Word. Word. Um, Esperance, if you'd like to come in on that. And then I think we've got a new speaker, uh, yeah. Anime Savant Podcast. So um, we'll let them go next after you finished. I agree with everybody. Um, the other streaming services should be fine. Uh, Crunchyroll and Funimation are going to have, you know, an increase in um, viewership, given that people were really, like, saddened when they, when they bought it a few years ago. And... Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody's changing. We're just kind of getting more, I guess. But at this point, people are kind of entrenched in their oh, I have Netflix, I have Amazon, I have this, and then I have Crunchyroll. Like it's just kind of part of the streaming that we have now. So, okay. Um, anime savant. Um, is this James or hello, anime savant? Hello, can you hear yeah, me? You... Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. 
Oh, okay. Sorry, it's not showing up here. No, it's not James. It's Jordan. Oh, okay. Hi, Jordan. Um, yeah, for not to come in. Yeah, um, I was just gonna say, as far as comparing it to the other streaming services, I think that one of Crunchyroll's biggest problems is that it's it's ignoring something that it's had going for itself that was going kind of well that other platforms weren't really doing, and that was exploring the manhwa route. And I think if they went back and, you know, delved into that and took more chances as opposed to that one run with Tower of God and um, the vampire one and like God of High School, I think they kind of abandoned it. And then the Sugar Spice show kind of put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths as mm. far as Crunchyroll originals. So that path is still open to them because you have Netflix and Amazon getting exclusives and you have netflix actually you know just getting netflix exclusives straight from studios i mean look at bubble coming out from wit so yeah, yeah i think they need to like go back and say hey they're ignoring the manuas right now and there are a ton of manuas that are amazing that you know if you only read manuas you only know about manuas and so that's another way that they could set themselves apart and also garner more income so that they do have the purchasing power to compete with Netflix and Amazon. I mean, I feel like the um, Sony's or Crunchyroll's initial purchase of Funimation um, was kind of a, not necessarily a knee-jerk reaction, but was a reaction um, to Netflix's um, growing significance in the world yeah. of anime production and anime licensing. Um, and this merger is long overdue, but I do also feel like it's Crunchyroll consolidating um, their base and their power to say like, yo, we're the biggest cheese, we're the biggest deal in this anime legal streaming um, distribution game. And um, Netflix, like you ain't got shit on us, like we're a threat to you because um, I feel like it's worth, yeah, of course. Yeah, well, I mean, we need threats, especially in this area, because that's going to encourage them to actually do better as opposed to just having a monopoly by one person or, you know, two purchasing powers. And then, you know, we get what we get. I And I think the same thing that I said with the manhwa could also apply to like certain manga and like less popular series that haven't been adapted yet. It's, you know, go that other route, like look for something else, because not at the end of the day, they're going to end up pleasing us because we're getting more material. And then they please their own pockets because at the they want money. That that's the end game. They want money. Um, one hundred percent. Go on. Go ahead. I wanted to add something about the manual situation. Uh, I feel like Netflix is already on that because uh, they're doing a lot of live action and manual, like at least the romance side, um, and those are very popular. And. I don't know, that's like uh, Crunchyroll's originals have been like very missed for a lot of people. So I don't know how they feel about that. Like, I do think they need to continue, but it's gonna give, well, it's gonna be like DC, like they keep like, you know, doing things and it doesn't work. And it's like, okay. I would agree with that with the live actions, especially with stuff like Love Alarm. But that audience and the Crunchyroll audience, I don't really think they overlap too much as far as like those who are willing to watch animated things and then those who are willing to watch live action things. Um, me personally, like as a person that's like really into like the BL area, um, I'm just happy to get anything. But certain people, they're only willing to watch animated BLs and others, they only want to watch the live action BLs. So sometimes they're kind of like splitting the communities that they're targeting. And I think they're kind of doing that with the manhwas with Crunchyroll, I 
I do agree with you that they've been missed, but I think it's been misses because of uh, production side things. The series themselves are absolutely worthwhile investing in. And honestly, I don't think Tower of God was a miss, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, the problem that they f- have with Tower of God is that it's huge. It's literally like the epic of Korea's like manhwas. It's, is it longer than, it's, um, it's basically Korea's One Piece, but it's mm-hmm. phenomenal and the story deserves to be told. And if Crunchyroll in in it now it will pay them back like there's it's guaranteed that story is insane but they have to go back and they have to get that same creative team because that first season it wasn't bad it was just it was the prologue there's so much that goes into that story that all you have to do is just keep going and it gets better word word um what i will say is that i definitely feel um if we're talking about like licensing of properties and of animation um that lies outside of anime i definitely feel that um, Crunchyroll are missing a trick because um, Netflix um, are, I don't know if Netflix is available in China, one would assume so um, but Netflix are actually licensing um, some series that would be uh, considered Donghua, which is um, Chinese uh, Mandarin Chinese animation um, mm. whether it's informed by the um, the style of anime or not whatever, but um, for example The Day in the Life of the Immortal King and obviously that that broadens um, their appeal, especially into like, obviously, um, Sinophone countries, obviously like the People's Republic of China and Taiwan, um, etc. Um, and Crunchyroll aren't doing that. Um, and they should be trying to broaden um, the type of animation um, that they are licensing, especially if they wish to obviously consolidate their power um, as a as a big name in um, East Asian animation and um broaden their appeal and obviously front off the threat um that netflix are bringing um what i do want to ask you is um let me just move the conversation along slightly is what do you what is your thoughts on um what this merger means for um piracy you know um these like off these pirate sites these gray um streaming sites that often offer um a better um more comfortable user experience for their users than some of these legal streaming sites and apps um do you have any thoughts on how um these this merger um could tangibly affect um those sites and um the fandom's likelihood to use these sites um uh, let me just say that um i'm not here to make any kind of moral um judgment on um piracy uh, whatsoever I understand that some people do not have the economic means to be able to purchase um, anime subscriptions. Um, so I'm not here to make any kind of like moral judgment on piracy. I just want to know um, what you all think it means, um, how this merger um, will affect um, piracy um, with, with regards to um, how fandom consumes anime. Um, who, <clears throat> who wants to speak on this first? Um, if religiously nerdy can come in on this as well, because um, we haven't heard from you in a while, and if any yeah. black or Asian person um, wants to speak, please put your hand up. Um, please, as I said, this is a safe space for us, um, the melanated people. So yeah, if any black or Asian person wants to speak on this, please put your hand up or send a speaker request, and okay. I will add you. Um, obviously, just make sure before um you do come on obviously no homophobia no transphobia no misogynoir etc 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 i don't need to say that if you do um, exhibit any of those things you will be uh, removed so uh i've got 
Add one request add, here and add a speaker. Well. Yeah, yeah. Ed, so Ed, so releasing Nerdy first because um, yeah, they haven't sure, spoken much. And yeah. then um, Ed, please come in. Yeah. So as far as could be, because we know from like news and all these articles and things, there are already huge steps taking to kind of minimize pirating sites. So I think with this merger, I think it'll really minimize it even more because there's so much power behind both of these people, both of these companies. There's going to be so much power behind just one source of getting your anime, which is essentially what the goal is getting more money and getting, having one centralized source of watching anime. Um, so just being able to have that one source, I guess it will minimize it. I mean, of course, like you said, not everyone has access to Funimation or they'll have the monetary funds to do that. So, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm all for supporting and watching anime legally and reading your manga and stuff legally, but I, I also know that not everyone has access to that kind of stuff. So I'm not trying to like bash anybody, but like, I think this could really go in a good direction for just legalizing everything, especially because you have these com production companies that aren't paying, you know, their, their employees well. So you want to make sure everything kind of falls in line. And if you have people out here pirating something that obviously is taking a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of money to produce, I think this will really get nipped in the butt really quickly. So word, 100%. Yeah, Ed, come in. Sorry, I was, my microphone was muted. Yeah, Ed, come in, please. No worries. So... The basic principle of economics or the law of supply and demand was essentially the more demand there is, uh, the less supply, the, the, um, the more expensive, I believe. And then let the more supply, the less demand, sorry, the less, <laughs> sorry, the more demand there is, and then the less supply there is of a specific thing, then the more expensive and so on and so forth. The, basically, what I want to say here is I love Kiss Anime, love, love Kiss Anime. And essentially, convenience is um, what we crave as a one centralized place to consume all this anime. So is it going to affect in terms of how the other streaming services are going to operate or in terms of privacy and um, so on and so forth? I don't think so. I think like you mentioned, Ash, in the beginning, and again, um, I'm not sh throwing shade on anyone. I have, well, I'm not going to incriminate myself, <laughs> but yeah, I have obviously watched Kiss Anime News, all those other stuff as well, but it's more a case where those, pri those private sites, will, they'll always still be there because they provide a one centralized place for people to consume anime. It's convenience. You know, they don't necessarily have to, because you think about if, if every streaming service you're consuming was five pounds each a month, let's just take Netflix, um, Amazon, Disney, and Crunchyroll now, because it's two. So that's 20 pounds, two, 12, 200, 240 pounds a year. Like, are you really going to be spending that much money when you could get us um, free somewhere and again, I'm not advocating because obviously that takes money out of the animator's pocket, so on and so forth. But that wasn't the question. But I'm saying in terms of the actual piracy, that I don't think that will stop because it gives people, A, the, the, the ability to access all this anime in one centralized place and B, for free. So, yeah, I don't think it'll stop it. That's my answer. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. 100%. I couldn't agree more. And um, we got a couple new speakers. Um, so if... Um, the token attacker comes in first and then um, Darnell afterwards. Um, so, yeah, uh, token attacker. Um, 
Hey, uh, well, actually, he already took the words that were out of my mouth. Is that, uh, yeah, if a person sees that they can watch the anime for free, so be it. But so far, when you do have like a consolidation of all the anime in one place, it does make it easier for everyone to consume it. The only thing that's going to be a gatekeeper is that price. And if mm. a person can't afford it, then they're not going to be able to afford it and they'll just go elsewhere. Uh, same thing applies to video games. We see in Nintendo doing their whole eShop shutdown and everyone is going to go elsewhere for their video games. Um, but we can see the same thing happening across the board anywhere from whatever. Really? Hello. Hello. Okay. No, um, that was someone. Being oh, okay. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue. Please. Um, but yeah, like we'll just see that same type of move go across the board. Um, but yeah, he super already pretty much summed it up for me. So yeah, thanks, super. He already took the words out of my mouth. Oh, perfect, perfect. Um, don't know. Do you want to come in? Yeah, what's happening? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, what did you yeah, um you requested to be a speaker? So yeah, what was your thoughts on um what this merger means for um how it's gonna affect piracy and things what? like that? Crunchyroll is merging with what Funimation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this is a this is a slight partnership that will last for itself because Crunchyroll has only been <clears throat> hold on one second. Sure. Um any other speakers? Sorry, if um, Anime Savant wants to come in and then um, Esperance afterwards. Oh, they've just gone back to a listener. Um, Esperance, if you want to come in on that. Yeah, uh, for piracy, I think everybody has pretty much had everything. I think it's going to mm -hmm. reduce, at least for for me personally, I was only pay for, for, paying for Crunchyroll. So mm -hmm. when Funimation left, I was like, ah, okay, I'll just try the Funimation one for free and then okay. watch the others on Crunchyroll. Now that they're back together, I don't need to watch them. Uh, I don't need to pirate them anymore. I can just watch them on my own. But I was also course, thinking that uh, maybe uh, Crunchyroll should promote more of anime movies. Uh, sure. Even the Demon Slayer movie, I didn't even know it was there. I, I just went in one day and I just saw it. I was like, okay, this was not promoted. Because um, these movies are making banks at the box office. And so if they come to the the screen, that's the streaming like Netflix does, this movie is coming to our site, blah, blah, blah. They could just start advertising and that could bring in more people. I think. 100%, 100%. Okay, I'm back. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, you're coming, man. It's fine. Go ahead. All right. No, yeah, I was, I'm mopping. So, um, as I, I stopped already. But for the most part, is there an echo? Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, there's a slight echo? My bad. Uh, I can't control that. It's fucking mass space. But for the most part, I do think piracy, there's a, there's a reason for it. And there's a reason for these this merger for these companies. They're trying to basically stay relevant together instead of separate. And I understand that for the most part, because <clears throat> they're both uh, Crunchyroll is a distributor of anime and they don't dub anything. Funimation is a whole entire dub company that distributes and gets it back. But when it comes to piracy, most of these pirate websites, they have to pay for it eventually. Like they had to buy 
uh, a subscription service themselves to even get the information onto their own sites. So these pirate industries are paying for, or you know, somehow have access to um, this anime to be produced. People are gonna want to get to this anime because, sorry, because it's so high demand. But just the fact that if you can watch it for somewhere for free, get involved in it doesn't mean you're not gonna buy the merch. Doesn't mean you're not gonna buy the manga. Doesn't mean yeah, you watch the anime, but you probably are the guy that was just like. Hey, I wanted to watch my shows here and then I'm going to still cop and buy the merch. And hopefully that goes back to, well, we don't know if it goes back to the creators of the anime. We, we have no proof of that. They, they only tell us if it does quote unquote, right? For the most part, you can buy your merchandise. You can buy the DVD box set. If you're a huge fan of something, right? I used to, I used to love Gurren Lagann FLCO, right? I hardly have any merchandise from those things when they were on television, but if I wanted to, I can now purchase and buy all of those awesome things that I love as an anime fan right now. And I'm saying, cause you know, grown ass adult, almost 30, you got, you got money somewhere. These companies together, coming together, they're going to want you to buy merch because Funimation got merch, Crunchyroll kind of got like some stuff here and there when they come to conventions, they want you to buy stuff. And, and even if you don't watch their anime, like even if you don't like buy the subscription service, they know eventually you're going to come to a convention, you're going to see something you like, and you're going to spend money in it. Nine times out of 10, you don't know if that's going back to the creator or the production, producer, audio, voice actor of that anime. But piracy is going to have a, a slight high. It's going to be the same. Nothing's going to change. Everything is going to be right in the middle as always has been because people may not have the economic demand to buy said subscription service where it comes on Japan for fucking free. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe I'm wrong, but eh. No, 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 no. Um, your point is very, 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 very valid. Um, I think Anime Savant is back, so if you want to come in and then Ed um, come in afterwards. Anime Savant, hello. Sorry about Jordan? that. Yeah, no yeah. problem, no problem. The app, I couldn't mute or whatever, a whole bunch of stuff earlier. Anyways, it's fine, it's fine. Um, I think the whole piracy debate, and I agree with Super, it comes down to convenience. Um, and also agreeing with Darnell, it also comes down to financial situation. Um, there's a huge, huge influx of Gen Z people who are very much so into anime and love the ever-loving shit out of it. Um, but it also comes down to access. So if you don't really have access to someone's credit card to pay for that, how are you going to get your anime? You got to hit to a pirate site. But along the lines of what Darnell said, also, if you really fucks with it, you're they're going to end up getting your money one way or another. So... They have to weigh that themselves and say, hey, are we okay with this? Are we okay with people watching it elsewhere and not getting that money monthly, but getting it in a lump sum through merch? Or do we want it monthly and do we want it through merch? And that's, I don't know. That, then you have the pirating sites and then you also have um, the torrents. So they can go for the pirating sites all they want. People are still going to go for the torrents. Yeah. Tor yeah. Like th yeah, those are going torrent nowhere. Is, yeah. <laughs> Like, torrent yeah. is not going to, I mean, torrent yeah. is a rather antiquated way of um, consuming anime and um, obtaining anime. Um, but like, it's not going but anywhere anytime soon. Um, yeah, whether I, mean, I agree yeah. with it or not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make any moral judgment on torrenting or whatever. Um, okay. But yeah, it's not I mean, going anywhere anytime soon. Peer to peer, peer, yeah, peer to peer file transfer yeah. is not going anywhere. You can look at the multiple, uh, sites that we've had um that we have so-called had i don't know if i've partaken in them but don't don't, also can don't look name at, 
Don't yeah. name any of them. Hey, hey, don't name it. Don't name it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I ain't naming nothing on here. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, um, cool, cool. This cool. is being recorded. But yeah, exactly. there, there's, there are specific torrent sites that have died and come back 10 times over within the past, like, five years. So torrents, if, to- if the torrents aren't going anywhere, the pirating isn't going anywhere. Now, what I do see is because they've merged and they have more money and they're probably going to have a more focused drive to, like, deal with this, we might 100%. start seeing um, examples being made of certain sites or people. The Nintendo Ninja effect. Yeah. And so yeah. that might be something to look out for if you are someone who is running that site, et cetera, et cetera. The individual people who are accessing it, maybe the worst they'll do is ask your internet provider to block that certain address. But then even so, it's the internet. Go to GitHub. You can find a way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, VPN in it. Like, it's, it's exactly. not hard. It's not hard. It's not hard. It's not hard. Um, honestly. So I think they're more so going to be going for a press behind attacking the pirate thing because, I mean, I'm 31. So I remember back when the movie studios were like suing regular everyday Joes for like torrenting or like watching stuff. And they made examples out of specific people to scare everyone else. Did it work? Not really, but did it scare people for a little bit? Yes. So they might actually move towards that kind of like combative way, um, especially because they're American um, companies. Yeah, 100, 100%. Um, so the next question I wanted to ask um, kind of off the dome, um, off, the, off the noggin, is um, how do you feel um, this merger um, will inform... Um, the kind of anime um, that is being produced um, in Japan or the kind of um, shows that um, Crunchyroll will produce or Netflix will produce as a response um, to Crunchyroll. Do you feel that it will have a large effect or do you feel it have like uh, no effect at all? I'm keen to hear from Ed on this one and then Darnell put his hand up. So um, Darnell and then the token attack can come in afterwards but i want to hear from ed on this one because i haven't heard from him in a while yeah um to be honest i don't know what the uh supply chain is like regarding Funimation um crunchyroll in terms of the their partnership with japan and creators and so on and so forth um but what i would say is given that they're two massive entities joining together it should hopefully give them i guess more say on more say in the boardroom as it were regarding um, negotiating power reg- regarding perhaps getting exclusives regarding um any kind of distribution deals and so on and so forth that's that's how i see them playing this kind of combined power because like i mentioned in the beginning this is this is a move to them to step up to the likes of netflix and amazon who have a lot of, I guess, deep pockets in, in that sense. And then they can, as someone said previously in, on the call, Netflix have already have, having their own, like, exclusive shows. Netflix are kind of doing, like, um, straight from the manga to Netflix, it seems like. So I would imagine that this should hopefully give them, a, like I said, a, a bigger say on, in the boardroom, as it were, regarding negotiating power. Whether it would affect the new, um, what kind of animes are created, I don't know. Um, it might it might lead to more original shows. It might lead to more um, shows from not just Japan but Korea. I think someone mentioned as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I'll be honest.
Thank you, Nets. Oh, okay. Can you can you hear me perfectly? One, 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 one second. Um, there's a, a new speaker just entered, so if I can get them in first, and then Darnell, you'll be afterwards. Um, so proud Twilight One, if you can unmute and speak and come in on that question. Okay. So can anybody hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you perfectly, okay. crystal clear. Okay, so my only issue is with um, when it comes to this merger, when it comes to like what type of anime or manga or manhwa they're going to be selecting is like uh, the issue I had back in, oh man, maybe it was 20, 2020, 2020 when um, Funimation required the rights to, I don't know if anybody remembers, Interspecies Reviewers. And like yeah, the first yeah. the episode came on and they had dubbed three episodes before they basically snatched it away. And honestly, like after looking at Chibi Reviews um stuff, I was just like, he was basically like, how did you guys not know that this is what was going to happen for the next couple of episodes? Like, so it's like, I don't want stuff to come and then eventually just going to take it away. And then your excuse is like, oh, well, we have to think of the audience that you're going to be, we're going to be like, people are going to be seeing this with and i'm just like um i also remember you know blood and guts from other anime and you guys had no problem showing that so it's like you can't tell me at the same time you snatched it up without anybody reading the fine print so my only concern is is like what they're going to be selecting are these people going to be like actually reading the fine print because it's like don't get us invested in one or two episodes and you snatch it away because then everybody's because then everybody's going to look at you like, okay, well, I clearly can read. Like, it doesn't take nothing but a Google search to figure out, okay, this is what this title is about. This is what this uh, this mom was about. I should be expecting either Shonen, which is 13 and below, or like Cinna, which is like 16 and above. Like, and all you have to do is just put it like, you know, that's what our ratings in America, at least in America, are, are for. And if you do have something that's exclusive to only, you know, make it a box set like oh well interspecies reviewers is too i don't know you give it like some type of catchy advertisement too spicy for tv so but you can get it in the box set and then it's like it comes with like a bunch of merch bam that's like a hundred dollars right there what yeah 100 percent yeah, if they want to do that. So it's like my only my only issue is it's like are is Funimation and Crunchyroll gonna cater to mostly kitty stuff or because like Crunchyroll has what is it, World's Harem or something like that? Yeah, that yeah, I mean like they do have titles on there that are above um PG thirteen or whatever. Um R rated as it were. Don't don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, I that's what that, that's what that yeah, like like freezing and all of them. So it's like I'm like, what are what it what's actually going to be advertised on your site? Like, what are you guys going to pick up? And if you like, at the end of the day, I just wonder what they're going to pick up. I just need whoever picks it up to actually read it. 100%. Like, I mean, like you can't draw the line at like you can't have gore on your platform, and then you draw draw the line at like um certain you know like sexually revealing um, right, inappropriate um, things like you can't, uh, well, not inappropriate but you know what I mean um, you can't draw that's not where you can draw the line if you allow like bodies being dismembered and stuff mm-hmm. um, in titles on your platform it's kind of like it's kind of hypocritical um, right so I think Darnell wants to come in and then uh, the token otaku and then Esperance so Darnell if you can come in on this please Yo, yo, yo. Okay, so I had to change headsets because my wireless one uh, ran out of battery. But can y'all hear me clearly? Just let me know. Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you fine. Hear you I fine, bro. 
So for the most part, this merger, just what she said with Species Reviewers, they're going to pick and choose what's popping just because it's in Japan and what's, what's happening, right? Japan's uh, category of what's hot is different from America's. It's different from, like, the UK's, you know what I'm saying? We, we have to stay on top of the trends. <clears throat> Species Reviewers was funny. Yes, it was, you know, but it was also education at one point because it talked about, you know, sexual exploitation or whatever, right? But for the most part, they're, since the companies have merged, <clears throat> they're going to really be nitpicking what they can dub, what they can't dub, and what they can have on the Crunchyroll site just in Japanese, right? And we already know that Funimation is kind of, I don't want to say woke, but they choose to change up a lot of language when it comes to the translations in Japanese. So we have to be prepared for a lot of translations, a lot of things being changed when it comes to the Japanese to American dub and uh, censorship in general. Because I think Funimation is still owned by Sony, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. And Sony's censorship is heavy. It's Funimation or One of them is well, both. Both, both are owned by Sony. So basically, what happened was um, Sony bought Crunchyroll a while back, and then they bought Funimation. Um, yeah. Oh no, sorry. They bought Funimation first, and then they bought Crunchyroll. Sorry, other yeah, way yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, my bad. I did a video about that. So they, they basically became a, now they're together and merged. So their censorship is going to be heavy. Blood, guts, how much fan service you can show, but they're going to leave the rest of it to you know online websites and like whoever pirates it. They're going to leave it to them because they know they want to get fans in and out <clears throat> quick and fast, and they're going to change up a lot of stuff because. Fans had a problem with Funimation when it comes to what you can change and do about it. And we already know Funimation really doesn't care as much because they're a business and they're trying to so-called um, give a little bit of leeway and just be like, here, we'll give you something that you want, but we'll take, you know, something you're not looking at. You know, they really they really are working as a business. And since they're merging with Crunchyroll, we're going to see a lot of changes. We might get we don't know if Crunchyroll's website might be better but I'm just saying that much. Um, just to talk again, as I mentioned before, Crunchyroll have a beta uh, website that is actually way, way better than their current website. So they are trying. Um, I will give them um, brownie points for that. So uh, so if the token Otaku, I think you wanted to come in. And then um, Esperance afterwards. Yeah. Uh... No, no, one second. The token Otaku first? No, no you can skip it. Okay, Esperance, come in. Okay. Um, I was just going to say that uh, I think you guys are right about like the censorship and everything. But also, um, I'm talking about America in, in particular. They are very like iffy about like sexuality. Like they can watch violence all you want, but like when it comes to sex, everything has to be super restricted. So I think that is going to affect uh, the content that we get on control and the, the fusion and everything. So that could be a thing, but yeah, the box set was a good idea. They could just do that and we'll see how things go. I think uh, Jordan wanted to come in, um, Anime Savant. Yeah, um, based off of your original question on like, do you think it's going to diversify things? I think it's going to diversify things simply because, you know, more people, more competition. If all the studios have contracts with Netflix and Prime, then what is Crunchyroll slash Funimation left to do? They're going to be forced to diversify their pool to draw in other people from other areas because it's like, hey, those people got the exclusive rights to this. Like, Fairytale is over at Netflix. This is over at Prime. Like, Vinland Saga is over on Prime. 
we really don't have access to a lot of that stuff or those have gone exclusive. So I think that's good or I think it's good in that fact that we could get more diversified things. And then um, I completely agree with the American part where Americans are prudes and, you know, they will watch people getting their heads blown off. But then the moment you mention sex or anything like that, it's like, oh, Lordy, no, if it's not on HBO, don't put it on TV. So I think that they should do something that they've been doing in Japan. And um, one of the most recent ones that they've been doing it a lot with are the hentai series where they've been doing a dual release where the less and the more, well, the less provocative version is actually aired. And then the box set comes out with like the shit that people really want to see. So they could still have the licensing to, you know, show it in America and it can still be shown, but they can also have an opportunity to make more money by saying, if you want that real, real stuff, then you go ahead and buy this box set. Or they could even make like a subset on the streaming site where they say, hey, we just want to verify your age. You can watch this here on the streaming site. Now, that might be a shit show logistically because of just like federal laws and then also um, state laws, but... You know, it, it could open some doors for them. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, somebody else wanted to come in? Who was that? No, I just wanted to say that is a yeah, great, great point. Yeah, I just wanted to say that is a great, great point. Um, and when it comes to, like, censorship, I know, like, a couple of years back, Crunchyroll were, like, heavy on, you know, we don't censor everything that comes from Japan is as it is, because I know a lot of people... Uh, felt that they were being, um, uh, I guess, um, yeah, that they felt that they were getting duped, as it were, because they thought the content was different from Japan when it came. But to what um, a lot of speakers have said, Funimation do water down a lot what content they bring to um, the, the West, as it were. So it would be it will be very very interesting to see how they merge the two. Regarding that, I don't think they they will have a paywall for those kind of things. Just because then it kind of you're if you are paying a, a, a premium subscription, then do you have to pay again just to get like the content which is uh, so quote unquote um, uncensored? It kind of feels a bit, a bit, bit like a bit dirty. If I was to use a, to use a less less popular word, but yeah, it just feels a bit wrong. So I think it will be interesting how they how they fuse the two. I I personally think they should just keep as it is. Um, and just follow the Crunchyroll way, keep it raw. Uh, the, the dubs can obviously be different because maybe, obviously try and keep it as close to the pennies, but they probably will change it just because of the way um, we speak and versus the way Japanese people speak in terms of syntax and so on and so forth. But when it comes to the actual animation, blood, all that gore stuff, whatever it is, I personally think they should just keep it as it is. If you don't like the manga, or, I'm sorry, if you don't like the anime, don't watch it. If you think it's too much for you, don't watch it. It's as simple as that. Facts. Um, facts. So, um, basically, the next question I kind of wanted to ask oh. is, obviously, oh no, who wanted to come in on this? Yeah. Um, yeah, go, go through. Through. Go ahead. Go through. Um, so, the one thing that uh, I, I don't think I've overheard anybody talk about this is that the reason why we see so many shows canceled on Netflix is because they have the data to see exactly how many people are watching the show. And um, with, and well, like Crunchyroll Funimation will see that same type of thing. So if they see the fans are watching certain shows more often than other shows, 
it will also send that same data to let the producers know, hey, folks like these type of shows. So then that will also garner up those uh, those artists and whatnot to start producing more and more of those type of shows. That's why we've seen so many like isekai shows show up all together. And it feels like 15 isekai shows in like a short time span of like six months. So I will see uh, that same type of thing go on from here on out. Do you think that's, sorry, Ash, I just want to jump in there. Do you think that's a bit dangerous, though? Because um, I know, as you mentioned earlier, like there should be a, a library of content where everyone can just consume what kind of show they want to. I, that's the way I think um, they Crunchyroll should do it as it relates to anime for everyone. They just have a library. I get it. The most popular ones will bring people in. But if you start making shows that are like other shows, you kind of get an echo chamber of just the same shows. So I don't, I know Netflix are very like calculative and algorithmic, if that's the word, regarding how they, um, you know, serve their shows. But they have such a broad range of shows that they can do that, whereas Crunchyroll is just more so anime. So I don't know if they should be that granular in terms of, you know, uh, this this show is trending, so let's make sure we get more of this kind of show in. Uh, it could be good in the short run, but I think they should just have a library of content which everyone can consume from different kind of animes. But that's my personal view. I agree Facts. on that. Facts. There's there's a there's always fundamental like Netflix. Uh, they won't know what anime is popping because Netflix is you got to we we got to know if you're watching it now, so we can get those views in and we can send that data. Now, data analyzing is amazing for Netflix and Crunchyroll and Funimation, but when it comes down to, they don't know if the show is going to pop off on the internet. You know what I'm saying? They're looking from their analytics, and then when it explodes and people want more of it and start watching it because, like, the best clips got put online, that's when these companies start really looking at it from, like, yo, shit, um, this got popping again. What are we going to do? We'll make a season two next year. But right now, the data came back, and this is what we got. They're really, they're really looking at it from like, shit. Okay, now we gotta. Well, we didn't think about season two on this, but since it's popping online and we finally got more viewership into it, we'll come back to it. They usually do that. Like, I'm still waiting for the the Devils of Part Timer season. Was it season two? Yeah, I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> I'm a bum. Um, Esperance come in and then anybody else. Um, and then I'm going to ask a question. I'm quite keen to, um, start bringing this kind of to a close within the next half an hour because it's late out here in the UK and I need to sleep. So <laughs> if you are, um, black or Asian and, um, you'd like to speak, please raise your hand. Um, I noticed we've got anime freshmen down there which is a UK podcast. Um, I'd like to hear from you folks, but, um, and we've got the Optimist as well, um, co-founder of uh, Cerberus Entertainment and um, one of the authors of Dark, the Dark Vulcan manga. Um, so shout out to him. If you want to come and speak, um, please feel free. Um, but yeah, uh, who else wanted to come in? Esperance, yeah, come in on that yeah, point. Um, I just wanted to say that like one of the things that I, I've read recently about Netflix is that their release when they release everything at once they actually lose a lot of money like we've seen with Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan like the weekly release has actually up the streaming services to keep the show that people 
at talking about the show for longer. It's like, for, for example, Seven Deadly Sins, despite that the fact it's very popular, nobody talked about it like after it came out. And like for shows that come out weekly, that helps a lot. And since Crunchyroll is doing that, I think that's going to help their base. Like at least they have that over Netflix. Actually, she's right about that because it's taking that whole like uh, you ever gonna uh, it's taking that whole Game of Thrones approach. It's really good. It's really really good. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, so again, uh, if anybody else wants to come up and speak, please raise your hand or do the clapping or whatever. Um, I think yeah, because right, no, a lot of people don't have the raise hand emoji. So yeah, if you want to speak. Just do the clap emoji or um, raise your hand and I'll bring you up. Uh, so the next question I wanted to ask is now that um, obviously Funimation is merging into um, Crunchyroll and obviously they're pooling their resources and they're going to have an even greater amount of resources. Um, what platform, what platforms, what improvements uh, do you want to see um, to the merged Crunchyroll platform? Um, whether that be their website, which obviously they are working on, um, their app, their user experience, um, how they interact with fans, um, how what kind of improvements do you want to see um, to said platform? Um, if anybody wants to come in on that, uh, okay, um, Token Otaku, come in, and then um, whoever else wants to come in on that, um, please go ahead. Yeah, Token Otaku, please unmute, speak. Um, definitely the app. And, uh, that's what I look forward to. Like the app is complete, utter trash. The website been, I've been playing it off of the beta and, uh, it, it looks a lot better on the website, but the apps, they need to work on it. Uh, same thing for maybe subtitle in certain anime, but it's like hard to read on some or either it shows up way too late. It, it's all over the place. Um, anybody else want to comment on that? Yeah, I, I'll comment. Um, as far as someone who primarily consumed Crunchyroll content on VRV, um, I want the app to get better because I always see people complain about the app, especially when it's like Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan. So as far as backend stuff, I'd like them to, you know, work server-wise. I'm not a super-duper, like, behind-the-scenes technical person, so I'm assuming it's just like... They don't have the servers to handle the load when it comes to like these super power popular shows. Cause I see some people not being able to watch Attack on Titan maybe for like an hour or two after it premieres and then they end up getting spoiled. Um, but another thing that I would like for them to do, um, and this just goes beyond the website, is it, I would like for them to integrate their news more so into the app that where it's like primarily the shows because. Uh, they actually have some pretty decent news articles and uh, they're pretty like efficient with the timing. It's just that it, unless you go to Crunchyroll news site, you don't get it. And I think they should do a much better job at advertising that because some people, they might not watch things on Crunchyroll, but if they become like a trusted news source on anime, not simply because they just have anime, but because they have like decent news on anime content, that's like a whole nother field that I feel like Netflix and Amazon, they aren't even paying attention to. They just want the shows. 
They just want the shows and the views. That's what they're paying attention to. So that's another line. And then also, um, I need them to get their shit together with the gotcha games. They could set themselves apart from a lot of these predatory companies, but they're just choosing not to because at the end of the day, gotcha games, like they want to make money. And in global areas, gotcha games don't have the same laws as Japan. So in Japan, they made laws specifically because those games were robbing people blind. And this is an opportunity, again, for them to say, hey, we have all these gotcha games. What is it? Like Memoria Freeze, um, et cetera, et cetera, under our umbrella. You can make so much money if people know like, hey, if I play this game, I know that if I spend money, it's going to be worthwhile. It's not going to waste my time. And every time a new character comes out, I'm not like, damn, that's another $100 for some pixels. It's going to be like, oh, hey, actually, y'all gave us enough like, you know, income or, you know, like free gems, or whatever to pull it. And that leads to them wanting to support you and being like, well, hey, what's up? Actually, let me touch this little Crunchyroll ad here. Or you know what? Let me swap over my Netflix thing. You know, maybe they'll be like, I'm going to start pirating that Netflix shit. Let's go to Crunchyroll because I actually fuck with their content as a whole. So I would like to see them transition into just like a better overall business as opposed to just like only focusing on the streaming aspect because they're focused on the streaming aspect and it's not getting good, but they're also branching out simultaneously. So if you're going to branch out, find the one that works the best or try to improve everything simultaneously to a point where you see your other competitors lacking. Facts. Facts, 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 facts. Um, anybody else want to comment on this before I bring this space kind of to a close? Um, oh, shit. I wanted to say something. I kind of, I kind of missed or heard the question. What, uh, can you just repeat it real quick? Like, uh, so, um, so basically, I was saying, um, with regards to obviously Crunchyroll and Funimation mer- merging, and the obviously increased um, resources that they have, um, what what kind of improvements do you want to see to either service, um, or, or to the combined service, to the combined service, and to um, like other streaming services in general? Do you think it'll, other streaming services will make improvements um, to make to give them a competitive edge? over um the new all new all shiny all powerful crunchyroll i honestly do want more from from crunchyroll and for funimation like even though i got you know i got odds with both of them i do want the companies to have better voice actors simple as that like and, and since crunchyroll has a lot of anime that hasn't been dubbed i do believe um funimation could take over some of that hire more voice actors Crunchyroll could be like, hey, since we're with you guys, we can get our own um, dub type of crew. Because I've watched a lot of anime and dub. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to sit down and read. I don't got time for that. But I love listening to it and being immersed into it. And for their websites, and for their websites, a lot of people have said, even my fiance has said, hey, wow, I I really bought Verb to watch all my anime. And she's just like, well, Crunchyroll ain't doing it for me right now. So I'm just going to like watch it somewhere else and their website just be kind of messing up so for her she wants them to have a better website wants them to put more anime out and just like how they did with um uh was it god in high school more korean style like anime like i do see them doing more with that because eventually we're gonna see um was it not level eater what the fuck was it uh it's on tip of my tongue uh was it level beater Ah, I, fuck, I fucking forget which comic it was, but 
she wants to see more of those animated because I agree with her. Some of that shit was fun. Crunchyroll did have a lot of ads on God of High School, like a lot of ads. But is she talking about solo leveling? There it is. Solo leveling. Solo leveling. Like that shit was fun. She wanted that to come there. I think I gotta watch it. Like if if that ever gets animated, that would be freaking popping. It's long. It's fun. It could have like two series, you know. But I do want them to start branching out and doing more animations and that can help out the community. We have more people doing more crazy cosplays, but for both of them, I do want to see better voice acting and better voice actors, you know? Voices, they want to hear the acting and the ability of that person which I hope that Funimation and Crunchyroll bring to their to the table because they've merged together. You know what I'm saying? I hope to see that. That's just, just on my end. Yeah, facts. Facts. Um, I completely agree. Uh, so we got a new speaker, um, the Anime Freshman Podcast. I'm not sure who it, which member of the Anime Freshman Podcast it is, but um, please um, come in. Please speak. Go ahead. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning for uh, all the viewers. PZN, PZN, Wagwan, Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Thank you for having me on. Um, my name is PZN of the Anime Freshman Podcast. And first and foremost, the thing that made me want to jump in was the talk of solo leveling. I finished reading that not too long ago, and I cannot wait for that to be animated. Um, but to the topic at hand, um, on the podcast, the team and I, when we heard that the merger was happening, we had a debate. We actually thought to ourselves, how is it going to unfold? Is it going to be Crunchyroll by Funimation? Is it be Funimation like, doing it the other way? Or would they basically consolidate and come under a new kind of platform? So when we heard that Crunchyroll was going to be the one to kind of lead the charge, um, I, I think overall the team were quite happy with that, to be honest. And I feel as though... If I'm being honest, going forward, this will be kind of the best for the anime world in the West. I'm not sure how or what effects that will have in the global anime scene, but to have such a, a catalogue of anime, because Funimation by itself has so much heavy hits. So to have that... Yeah, 100%. To have that under the same umbrella, because personally, myself, I have Funimation and I have Crunchyroll, so I'm going to be saving money basically be able to get rid of all my my subscriptions but there'll be times where i can't actually commit to one or the other and there's only so much anime that you can actually watch at any given time so i feel as though long story short going forward the catalogs is going to be like the strength that is going to have going forward over the netflix over the amazon primes and even though amazon prime has things like um what's it called again um King, no, not King on Earth, right? Um, Villain Saga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Villain Saga is heavy here as well. Even though um, there's big titles over there, people in the West are going to be flocking to the, to the scene. Yeah, 100%. Um, we got another new speaker. Is that Amina? Um, yes, it is. Hey, guys. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Amina, didn't we go to school together? I don't know where did you go. St. Martin's. I'm sure I Shut up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually yes, St. We... Martin's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, okay, so who's <laughs> the speaking piece? I need to remember your name. 
but yeah go on continue <laughs> go ahead um oh god that is amazing wow that yeah. is actually yeah we definitely need to catch up after this um sure. so essentially as a person oops sorry as a person who's got um into the ground in terms of like um voiceover and voice acting i've noticed that um as soon as this um discussion came up one of the one of the first things that she came was actually like better pay um for voice actors and um <clears throat> so i've noticed that you know there's well w- what people might think of like new people on the block um you know getting lots of roles and i'm like really really happy for them it's amazing but what we need to but what this merger proves that one anime has such a huge appetite around the world as we've seen with like um jujutsu kaizen um people are literally like begging for more like um you know dubbed um releases to be out so we know that um you know anime is bringing a lot of a lot of revenue into the industry and that money really has to go back into investing um in the voice actors investing in the engineers investing in the um in the artists storyboarders animators everything so so i'm just sort of like bringing um this side um of the of the discussion to the table maybe that's for another space cuz i um from what i understand this is just more of you know people who just consume the media on the on a general basis um 100%. but but for me um <clears throat> so i did trial out Funimation when they have one of their um you know their special offers like going on and for me the the like the the user experience wasn't really um that great it needs to be fine-tuned so for example the actual player I did see it um I kind of found I found it um a bit buggy um so that whole sort of like user experience of the whole, you know, like app and website experience, you know, trying to find titles that you want, being able to bookmark stuff, being able to have like sort of some sort of like, you know, um, like an auto continuation and stuff that, you know, the whole sort of like um, website experience definitely needs to improve before I feel like I can, you know, um, uh, commit to it because I'm, I'm kind of like not um, official on it. Um, but um, yeah, that's just definitely um, something to bring on the other side of the table. They know, you know, they know the potential that um, that the art form has, and everyone just needs to be paid their dues so they can actually live on this career path. So that's my little my little two pence. Um, thank you for um, like coming in and making such a like making such salient, um, intelligent, insightful points. And thanks for coming in and giving that perspective um, as a voice actor. Um, and as a voiceover artist, I really, really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, um, there was somebody else that wanted to come in on this. Was it Esperance? No, no, it uh, wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, who else wanted to come in on that question? I can't, well, I mean, does, if anybody has anything else to add, um, on that question, um, please feel free to, um, I am gonna, um, obviously just round this out, uh, with some closing thoughts. Um, in a minute because obviously I'm conscious of the time because I need to sleep um, but if anybody has anything to add on um, that question um, I'm going to ask one more question and ask for some closing thoughts um, so does anything does anybody have anything to add on that I just wanted to tag on for the sure. dub stuff um, I would actually 
really like to hear more um, British or like UK voices and dubs, especially with kind of things that they do with Nintendo for like Xenoblade Chronicles. The majority of the okay, cast sure. has like that kind of, you know, it, it has that kind of accent. And I don't really get much of that in um, sure. Funimation dubs or just like general anime dubs. So that'd be a nice change. Word. I mean, Funimation, Crunchyroll, if you're listening, um, if you're going to dub any Gundam anime, like holler at me, innit? Just saying. Sorry to jump in, <laughs> but it. this is literally my agenda in this whole like um, voiceover thing. So thank you for saying that. We really do need diversification in like accents because like, you know, this is why like I, I, I personally sort of like vibe more to like Netflix animated originals like Arcane and, and Castlevania because that's what they have. It's not just like a monotone accent. It, it, it just, it's different accents that actually reflect the world the English-speaking world that we live in. So, yeah, can we just, like, transfer that, you know, into anime, please, and thank you. Love that. Thanks. Absolutely. Um, I watched an Italian uh, show. It's amazing. And the the voiceover, the the dub was English, uh, British English. I was like, wow, interesting. But it was very cool. (laughs) That is that, um, I mean... Funny enough, um, speaking of anime, um, like voice acting and having British accents, I'm not sure um, if you know this, but um, like a good few years ago, I think it was a couple of decades ago, um, the BBC actually dubbed um, a couple episodes of um, Urusei Yatsura uh, using a British cast. Um, and I think that's only probably the one such example where I've actually seen anime dubbed with a primarily British cast. Um, but I would like to see um more british voice actors um doing these anime dubs especially when it's british characters um that feature um in the anime especially like anime with um internationalist outlooks and and car and diverse casts um for example i don't know black lagoon um set in Rowanapur has criminals from all over the world and has characters from all over the world in it and it would be nice um if there were like say for example british character appeared in it um to have um a british actor voice said character or for example um balalaika is um russian have a russian an english speaking um russian person voice said character so that that would be cool um but yeah somebody else wanted to come was that amina wanted to come in or um yeah i i think the bbc also did um a, a dub um a dub of um loom the um Loom Invader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and what I'm I about. just Ursa Yatsura is um Lumni Invader girl. Ursa Yatsura uh, is, 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 okay, is so that's... name. Yeah, yeah. Right, because that's the name that I knew. And when I listened to it, it's just like, damn, we actually could do like comedies really, really well. I think that would actually translate quite well, well on a um in a in a British um, in a British accent because it was just so funny and it works. And it's just like, so why did we drop this again? But yeah. <laughs> word um esperance i think you wanted to say something oh and uh pzen from anime freshman so esperance if you come in first and then pzen no i already spoke i'm good okay um pzen um i just wanted to piggyback off of the um british voice actors and whatnot there is actually an anime coming soon i believe it's a crunchy original called freak angels um i'm not sure who has been casted for that but um I'm usually someone who watches anime and subbed primarily because um, I find that um, I'm more immersed in the voice acting. But if an anime like Freak Angels was to primarily curse British actors, 
then I think that show would probably become top notch. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, for example, of where British actors should have been cast, um, for example, Code Geass um, with the Britannian Empire, um, that would have been nice to have of had some British actors um, voice those characters, especially Lelouch. Um, so, you know, as I said, Funimation Crunchyroll, if you ever want to um, redub Code Geass, one of my favorite anime of all time, and cast me as Lelouch, holler at your boy in it. Um, uh, so the token otaku come in and then I am going to close this off in a second because it is getting kind of late. So um, the token otaku come in, please. Uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty much the same thing of like, uh, I, I'm i glad that he mentioned uh, Xenoblade because that's exactly what I was thinking is Xenoblade uh, had the perfect fit for a bunch of British voice actors show up and they killed it. I loved it. Um and it just feels like we probably do need a uh, ambassador of some sorts for uh, British voice actors to show up. Because now I'm seeing YouTube uh, personalities show up into the voice acting scene. Uh, like one person from uh, Kels- no, 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 uh, JoJo um, that showed up as the priest. He originally was a YouTube personality and now wow. he's getting, yeah, he's now getting uh, voice acting roles. Wow. And he's he doing pretty good at it too. Uh, so you could show up anywhere. Uh, and if they listening on to this, I, I, I highly advise it. Wow. Um, so, yeah, the next thing I want to um, say is, um, the next question I'm going to ask is, um, looking forward, um, two things. Um, what effect, if any effect at all, uh, do you think this is going to have on fandom? Um, and second of all, um, what do you want to see from Crunchyroll? I've said what improvements you want to say, but what do you want to see from them in future? Um, what direction of travel is this going to take? Uh, the um, Western um, anime licensing industry in. Uh, so answer the first fandom question first, and then uh, move on to the second part, and then I'll close off. Uh, so Darnell put his hand up first, and then Esperance, and then anybody else want to come in after them. Please go ahead. Okay, so with fandom, uh, since I'm done mopping, I can actually focus on this one. <laughs> when it comes to fandom, I, I don't think it's going to change because most people that I already know in the anime community in New York City, that's where I'm from, and a lot of people who come over here for like conventions, they already know, they already have both Crunchyroll and Funimation. Now, since they're going to have a, like a joint, I don't say joint account, you know what I'm saying? But let's say, let's think of it like that, quote unquote. They're going to probably just be happy that one anime is in one place and maybe the other one is like, oh, I can switch my account. Like, uh, like how you do on YouTube, you have two accounts, you can switch to the other one back and forth. So some people in fandom are probably going to be happy with that. But they're also, some people might be down that Funimation is in charge of like, let's say dubbing an anime, depending on the contracts. Cause at this point we don't know what contracts, what they've gotten written up of like, you don't touch this. We don't touch this. You know what I'm saying? Because this is still business at the end of the day. We're not really sure technically what they're going to be doing. And fans are going to be hesitant. Some are going to be like, Oh, joyful. Other ones are going to be hesitant because they're like, Oh, we got to deal with the business aspect of we could lose this and not gain this. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say, uh, 
they might pick back up uh, interspecies reviewers and did, I don't know if they finished the dub, but actually finished the dub. And if they do or don't, it's a 50-50% when it comes to contracts, uh, license agreements, what they both can <clears throat> what they both can distribute and can't distribute, you know what I'm saying? So with fans, it's going to be kind of hesitant since they're both coming together and having, let's say, different catalogs of anime. It's like, hey, we're going to have this catalog for the summer. What do you guys got lined up for like the summer weekend and through the winter? Because they probably can't clash when it comes to, let's say, viewership. Because a lot of people are going to be watching maybe, I don't want to say both, but maybe different accounts for the subscriptions, you know? And fans might be clashing on that. Or that's just me guessing in a, uh, an above tone, but they might actually, some might be ready to like drop all their money, be like, yeah, I'm down for this. I've been paying for them since God knows when. So I'm ready for both of them to drop all the anime. So it, it could it could divide or it could bring together like like it's always <clears throat> sorry, like it always has. So depending on the individual anime nerd, you know, quote unquote. <laughs> Um, us, I don't, I don't have much to add on the fandom. I think it's going to be the same. But uh, when it comes to what I, I expect or I want to see from Crunchyroll, it's just kind of like more risk, more, uh, more adaptations, more continuation. Like maybe they'll continue Gangster. Finally, like it's it's been forever. Just give us a second season. And yeah, I'm just excited for the project, uh, Mob Psycho, and. Uh, Kaisen and all those things I mean that also one smaller show like Megalobox to pop off and with a bigger audience I hope that more shows become more popular so we can have like different diversity uh, in anime in the future so. dope 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 um, anybody else want to add anything I'm not going to end it just yet because uh, there's somebody else that wants to pull up and add Something I'm they're not in here yet. But um does anybody else want to add something to that question? Um what what does this change mean for fandom? Um how will fandom change uh due to this merger? Um, how will the discourse change? Um anybody want to add to that? Ed, uh Jordan. Um as far as the fandom, I believe that we'll start seeing comparison posts on different places. Um Compare, compare it, you know, oh, you know, you only watch trash anime if you watch anime on Netflix or something like that. I think that might be the worst kind of stuff or just like, you know, clickbait content for people to just, you know, oh, I'm hating on this. Come argue with me. I think that stuff. And then the other question with where would I like to see them do? Um, I agree with Esperanza. I would I would like more risk. Um, and also I would like less of an air uh, of an air of just like contention with like what they have. I think even though they're trying different things and new things, there's kind of like this, this um, aura that I've kind of like gotten or like the way that I've comprehended their business practices is that, you know, oh, we're anime and we're doing this. And you did mention it earlier that this might have been like a desperate move for them to basically say like, hey, we got to combine because these other people are coming up. But I don't want them to get to the competing level with like Netflix, Netflix and a prime and then just like stay stagnant. I want things to keep going because as once they all get to the same level, it's only going to be better for us. But if one goes ahead of the other one, then that means that, you know, all the new shows are, you know, access to new things or, you know, different, you know, just the possibilities dwindle when one starts to make a monopoly. So I just, I would like for it to not 
overcome them. I would like them all to be equal so that we can all get some good shit. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, competition is always good for the market. Uh, the consumer is always the winner in that point, isn't it? You don't have one brand dictating the price, uh, so on and so forth. So I definitely agree with that. In terms of where I want to see Crunchyroll go, um, one thing that frustrates me about Crunchyroll is that, and I don't know if this will change with the merger, but you you see episodes of anime where it's like, I don't know, example, I love One Piece. Yeah, I know. I am that guy. But... <laughs> You see anime where there's there's season one and there's a later season, and then everything in between isn't there. Um, I appreciate that it's more so of a licensing thing, but it would be good if they could, like, I think someone mentioned Gangster, if they could just have all the license, um, the seasons there, as it were. Um, and I don't know if this merger will allow them to do so, but I would love to see that, just anime where there's continuity in terms of a season one to a season five, as it were, as an example. <clears throat> word word um amina um just outside of the whole sort of like funimation crunchyroll thing i just hope that this merger would actually let uh would actually wake up um cinema franchises to actually finally you know wake up and smell the coffee that anime is you know uh um a medium that brings in revenue and when it comes to releases of like you know big anime films that they should actually like you know, sit up, pay attention and actually give us the screenings that people are actually begging for. Um, you know, Demon Slayer, MHA um, and, you know, upcoming Jujutsu Kaisen, it's, they're going to do amazing. And the way I'm just scrambling to try and find suitable, you know, times in my day in order to, in order to watch these films, like, you know, from, from a UK point of view, it's, it's, it's scarce. It's really, really scarce. And it's like, how how are you not up to date with, with with the trends in films? It's not just you know your traditional you know films anymore. Yeah, Batman is coming out, but like people are really really invested in it, and they do want to have you know like bums on seats and really enjoy it on the big screen. So just give it to us already. So hopefully, you know, because people only care about stocks and shares and what have you, I I really hope that this would you know bring a change into into the you know the cinema cinema theaters as well and hopefully they'll you know finally step up Facts. and also yeah. and and also can we can we can we please give you know the new generation of doves like more credit because like it, we're not we're not in the 90s in the 80s and the 90s anymore like i really do think that you know the doves really stand toe to toe with their with the sub um with their sub counterparts because i honestly i was really surprised with um how you know, MHA and Black Clover really, really um, complimented um, their subs. Um, honestly, so yeah, let's 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 give them a, a bit more credit. I I, I kind of agree with that, and I'm chiming on the on the movie aspect since I am a movie buff myself. I've learned uh, in America mostly, but the outside, like the hip hop industry, understands anime. You know what I'm saying? They always rap about Akira, Dragon Ball Z, uh, shit, Ultron. So there always comes to be you know, uh, a kind of, I don't want to say separation, but more of a, a put-together mind of who is really paying attention to this. You know what I'm saying? Movies like Dragon Ball, My Hero, they've made millions at the box office and they've brought back money for the companies. But when it comes to movie theaters officially recognizing them, like unless they're not Ghibli movies, there's a, a subsection of, of group of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're going to shell out. They're going to have people there, but they're always going to be ostracized. Like, Batman is a home commodity. Like, 
it's you're never gonna get rid of like superhero movies that already have uh not I would say get rid of, I mean try to come in and introduce yourself as something new because Batman, Superman, all these heroes that in, in the States have kind of been already franchised. You know, everybody in a grandma knows who Superman and Batman is. Shit you can ask. But not many people know who Goku, Naruto, uh, Luffy are, or shit, even newer characters from newer anime. You know what I'm saying? So you have to look at the, the wide stream audience from us as like the we're kind of on the mainstream think about it like if you're an anime fan you're mainstream now except uh unless you're shonen only shonen and that's different we're not getting into shonen spiritual bondage um i'm keen to we've got a new speaker in here mary so i'm keen to get her to speak and then uh p zen of anime freshman so um mary if you'd like to come and speak please uh, thank you. Um, I think someone mentioned, you know, um, the what what this merger will mean for other services and things like that, and in relation to the fandom. And honestly, I think a lot of people forget that, um, you know, well, not so much Crunchyroll, but Funimation um, already had a lot of their anime via Prime and and to be in Roku and all these other other places um so they've always been i think the name of the game is exposure as as much as possible under their brand i think that will continue with the merger you know funimation being its own entity um to take care of other different types of needs and crunchyroll being you know the consumer facing streaming streaming because of the brand i mean it makes a lot of sense since crunchyroll has spent so much time on their branding uh you know the vtuber everything that they've done it's it's very you know um very much more b2c uh business to consumer than i think funimation has so um yeah, I, I just think, you know, it's it makes sense that they would consolidate into um Crunchyroll and kind of fizzle out um that their their own streaming. And moving forward, I mean, uh, at the end of the day everything is business and you have to think about um no matter what you want to see, it all depends on um you know, the Japanese licensors and how how things are going to be done in Japan. Um because that's where a lot of the these these titles are coming from unless we're talking about like co-productions and obviously the Crunchyroll originals which have been been a combination of things but a lot I think someone else mentioned like webtoons I think we'll probably see a lot more of those and in addition to um Chinese animation um being being offered um in Japanese and in and and potentially dubbed um dubbed content dubbed in english as well um it's just interesting though um that country roll has just come so far and and Fenimation as well to kind of just be together then split then be together again that's kind of like my thoughts on that from like a business standpoint um and i don't know i th i think this gives them a lot more resources to you know improve the anime viewing experience and um, since Crunchyroll has already been doing, you know, a lot of, um, they've already, I guess, imp started implementing a lot of like updates and stuff and stuff like that. So it's just, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens moving down the line, but hopefully, um, you know, as anime is definitely, I don't want to say it's mainstream cause I feel like it's always been, it's always been that, but I guess there's, def there's a definite, 
um, change that that's definitely been brought even more so since COVID um, and and people being at home and and you know animation being um, easier to get out over you know live production. So I, I do feel that anime is definitely more more popular than it has been, um, and I don't think we'll see it really you know, it's, it's, it's only going to ramp up. And I mean, the money is where new releases are and, and um, yeah, it'll just be interesting to see where they take, where they take the direction and how much they're going to improve the app. Facts. Um, thank you so much um, for giving your input. I really, really appreciate that. And you made some very, very, very um, valid points. So PZN, um, if you want to come in on that, yeah, um, I just wanted to loop back to the whole um, like um, anime movies and whatnot. Um, I remember once upon a time where I used to um, watch old shows like Bleach and Dragon Ball. And then when they would come to cinemas, they would only come to like one or two select cinemas in the whole of the country. And there'll probably be like one remote screening at 9am. So I'd never be able to watch it. So once upon a time when or basically what used to happen back in the day compared to now, where you can basically, when the anime is coming, it's ramping up. There's lots of publicity. Like on the underground, London Underground, we saw um, promotions for the Bell movie. We saw what um, that Demon Slayer did for where, where it broke all these records. Like now with uh, Jujutsu Kaisen as well, there's the whole um, screening coming soon. And that's going to definitely have multiple screenings across the nation. Um, so... What I believe and what I've always been under the vein of is that the way comic books used to be niche and the way back in the day, like your Batmans, your Spider-Mans and your Superman, like only a select few people would, would read and be up to date on the whole lore of those superheroes. And now they're multi-million dollar, million pound, million yen, however, however you want to convert it, but they, they're making money in their own vein. I feel anime is on that trajectory as well. Anime... I, I believe anime is mainstream personally, and I believe it's one of the best storytelling mediums in the world. But there are a lot of people who haven't given it a shot because they just see animation and they see it as something that is cartoony. So um, if I was to basically predict, I, I say within the next five years, you'd see um, anime basically making as much money as like your big blockbuster western movies just give it just give it its dues and it's gonna literally take off just to jump in there um completely agree with you on that anime freshman and let's not forget pokemon guys pokemon is the most successful i know people are like what he's talking about but pokemon is the most successful commercial property ever it's even more in terms of like um yeah even more so than marvel and stuff like that so um, i think hello kitty is on top actually Mm, really? I last time I looked, it was Pokemon. But regardless, Pokemon is up. <laughs> Pokemon is up there. Um, ninety-four billion or something like that. It's 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 ridiculous, and that's including merch, streaming, all that stuff. Um, I imagine most so mostly because of the merch as and the game. Sorry, as opposed to the actual anime. Uh, I had a massive debate with my co-host about Pokemon being the greatest anime. But again, not going to go into that. It's not. But yeah. But what I wanted to say is that yeah, you're absolutely right. I think. Pokemon was like a blueprint, and I think it's more so a case where when we can get more the likes of your JJK, your Demon Slayers. Demon Slayer is huge, like 
um, when we can get more of those recognized, uh, more hype around them, I think more, more, I guess, cinemas, whatever, will start taking note. As actually, actually, we need to release this in more, more, more of our locations as opposed to just select cinemas where we have to travel to the country, down the country, just to go and watch it. I think if cinemas really, really want to essentially increase their footprint, they definitely need to do so. So I, I, I agree with that. <clears throat> I'm wrong. You're right. Hello Kitty is number two. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I recently looked at it because I, as I mentioned, I was debating. But yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, anybody else want to come in? Oh, Panda's here. Panda is in. Panda, do you want to speak? If you want to speak, clap or raise your hand or whatever. And I'll add you as a speaker. Um, does anybody else have anything to add um, to that question? Yeah. Um... I'm sorry, what was the question? So it was two, it was a bifurcated question. The first part was um, what effect do you think this merger is going to have on anime fandom? And mm-hmm. um, the second thing is um, what do you think, um, how do you think, also what do you want to see from Crunchyroll um, moving forward? Um, how, how do you want it, what do you see for the future of um, Crunchyroll anime streaming in general, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, I think I already answered that. I was just the previous the previous person says something mm-hmm. very interesting about uh, anime becoming popular, like uh, the comic mm-hmm. books and everything. And I don't know, it's a bit scary because like when something is like not popular, not not enough people about it, know about it, like the people tend to be um, let's say chill, and then when it gets too popular. Like there's all kind of people, like the fandom become toxic and it's like the racism increase, you know, how anime people can get. And so that's probably one of my fears. But besides that, I think he's right. It's going to be going to take off in the next five years or so. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I would definitely, definitely agree with that. I'd say anime is like um, almost... At a point where it's um where it's as um where it's as one second where it's as um important or it has the cultural significance that um video gaming has um and that like movies have um etc so yeah i definitely feel like anime has become somewhat of a pop cultural juggernaut um, in the Anglosphere in the West. Um, and it's definitely black anime fandom um, that has helped to drive that forward. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh, P-Zen? Um, yeah, first and foremost, I just wanted to say um, anyone who calls himself an anime fan and then just has to jump off the the train just because it gets popular, wasn't really an anime fan to begin with. Um, like, very recently, um, I've... I got my mum into anime. <laughs> Funny enough, I got her to watch Attack on Titan. She's only on season one at the moment, but she's a big AOT fan and she's a big Annie fan. So if someone like my mum, who I believe she's quite open-minded, but if she can get into anime, then I, there's hope for the world. There's hope for the world. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying that when things become very popular, like like super popular, like everybody gets into it and then they come with their opinion and their biases and their everything and then they start attacking people and it's it's a thing that I've seen that it's not great it's like I'm glad that people are watching anime and everything but 
it can also get very toxic, especially for women and black people and trans people and all of that. And it's like, it's a fear that I have, like, but I'm also like happy that people are enjoying this medium. That's all I'm trying to say. No, word, word. Um, we have a new, we have a new speaker. So if Lenville, um, if you can come yeah. in. I, I'm in here. Um, I just wanted to come in and just like say my piece on the merger. This is the first time hearing about this. I know of Crunchyroll, I know of Funimation, Funimation Entertainment. That was my childhood. And I am so happy that it's merging and that more and more people can be more exposed to the beauty that is anime and all its knowledge shapes, knowledge forms, whether it is from the mainstream to like brand new animes being made and being created. After hearing what I think the Anime Freshman Podcast said, I really appreciate you guys in like giving your piece on anime. I'm curious to ask this question. Why do you think people will leave an anime or leave a fandom when it gets popular, when it gets to the mainstream? Like, I'm, I wonder why is that? Because it kind of still boggles me how something can get so popular and people just leave it because it's too popular, it's too mainstream. And it's like, it's not fun anymore. What it's, it's, it's better when it's independent. Like, if everything stay like like the season one of, of Attack on Titan and how new that was, then people started getting into it and it's like, oh, now it's in the mainstream and now people leave it because like, it's not fun anymore. Like, why do they leave it when it gets popular or gets in the mainstream? I'm curious to hear from anyone. You mind if I take a shot real quick? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And then um, obviously uh, PZN uh, no comment on that because that question was directed at them. Oh, my bad. Okay, so I'll let them answer it. All right, yeah, PZN. Go ahead, go through. Oh, I don't mind them. Um, either way, um, my response to that would be that at the end of the day, everyone's different. I'm pretty sure that 100% of us in this um, space right now is a diehard anime fan and wouldn't leave it like for the world. But there are certain people out there who only like things because they feel as though it's niche or it's special. And if they feel as though... Um, more people are getting into the bandwagon. You get those gatekeepers or people go, oh, because it's popular now, I need to find something else niche to kind of like take my time. Um, yeah, let me just come in on, on that gatekeeping stuff. Like, I hate that stuff, man. I hate that. Like, for example, I love mecha anime and, um, you know, like Gundam, etc. anything that's got giant shitty robots in it. And like, I'm trying to get more people into it. Um, I'm trying to bring people in. I'm not trying to get, get, keep that at all. Um, some less melanated um, anime fans will try and get keep that, but no, not not me. I'm, I'm fully about the mecha agenda. I want to spread the gospel of mecha to everyone. Um, gatekeeping should not be tolerated in fandom. And um, if you do jump off something because it becomes popular, um, because it in, because uh, knowledge of it increases in the public consciousness, you're not a fan. Um, you never were a fan. Um, in any way, shape, or form. Um, sorry, so that's just my piece on that. Donnell, if you want to come in. Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. So I've been in this, uh, I'm fucking 29, I'll be 30 soon, right? This this year. So I've been in this forever. It feels like it. But when it comes down to gatekeeping, I was, I, I'm a 50-50 on it, depending on what it is, right? Anime is different. It's, this is Japanese shit. I'm an American. Usually just don't, I don't count. But when it comes to people hopping on anime stuff and, and being... They're, they're usually hopping on the trend for now and then hopping off when the animation of newer things doesn't appeal. When season two comes out, it doesn't feel like season one. They're literally like nitpicky, right? And sometimes that happens. Some people are hyped for it and then the fandom is toxic or they were so hyped that their expectations got 
uh, it was dismal and they just, they just stopped becoming fans or they didn't enjoy anime anymore because of, I'm going to say fandoms. A lot of fandoms really nowadays became toxic. And I first started seeing it in the Steven Universe uh, community. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, it's just cartoons. Like, what's wrong with y'all? But they got extra with it. And then it became down to anime. And it became to this. It's it's usually people leaving it because of other people. Still loving what they love, but they can't be a part of the community. They got to go, like, behind the fucking wall and just enjoy their shit. Because usually anime nerds are going to be about this but sometimes, if it's the person that just wants to hop on the, the newest trend, he's just the he's the high beast. He's just like I'm here now and I'm out tomorrow. <laughs> That's kind of it, you know. I mean, I mean, even calling people high beasts is kind of gatekeeping in a sense. It's like positive gatekeeping almost, but it is kind of gatekeeping. Like I don't want to call people high beasts, especially people um, that like. I mean, if one were to define what an anime hype beast is, it is definitely somebody that is um, only particularly watches like Shonen Battle series, um, will blindly criticize anything that lies outside of the Shonen um, subgenre demographic. Um, Those are definitely what a hype beast is, but I'm, I'm kind of like cautious to use that term, even though I like jokingly rant about people being trapped by the spiritual bondage of shonen battle anime or whatever. Um, I'm, it is like even calling people hype beasts is kind of like gatekeeping in a sense, even if it can have a positive effect. I mean, hyping on the newest anime trends. Yeah. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. I'm only closing it off to to one section. I'm not really broadening it up to the, the wider, anime thing I'm, it's only it's only like the the trendiest things that people have yeah. on I'm, I'm closing it in that because uh, usually i've seen those people and i've kind of been yeah. like oh you know you might op- you might have a broad uh window to to explore other things i yeah, usually not, say that to myself yeah word no that, that's what i'm talking about with the hype piece those people that do hop on the newest anime trend it tends to usually be shown and battle anime um so yeah that's what i was that's what i was referring to um so as, as i said the, the second part of that yeah who wants to come in yeah, I was just going to say quickly on this um, um, anime fans, why people hop in and why people hop off. Anime fans are so passionate. And I think it's a blessing and a curse in a sense where it's a blessing because, you know, we're into it, we're involved. But it can also be a curse because some people feel like they own it. Some people think it's there. Some people think that, um, <laughs> to, to, to a better effect, if you say their anime is rubbish or that you say that anime is not as good as an- another, they get so, or you can't be opinionated in a sense now these days. You know, if I don't like a certain anime, for instance, if I don't like Demon Slayer, then I, there's something wrong with me because, you know, um, everyone has to like Demon Slayer or so, so, so forth. That's how passionate anime fans are. So I think, I think that's one of the reasons why we have in this toxicity because people, they, 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 they probably put too much ownership on their emotions, on these animes. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's good to have, it's good to, you know, like love your anime or, you know, be be involved in it. But don't be to the point where you can't accept other people's opinions. If someone doesn't like Demon Slayer as an example, they don't like Demon Slayer. I personally think it's great animation, but a subpar story. That's just my opinion. I may have triggered some of you, but I apologize. But that's just my opinion. We're all sir, allowed to have opinions. Sir, and now, and that, canceled, sir. I don't like and that. And but I'm so my glad. opinion, and this I'm is so what, what I mean. Blasphemy. This is I'm what so, I mean. <laughs> I'm so glad that... I'm so glad that you mentioned that Super Anime Podcast about how there is a 
there's like a level, this kind of fine line between being passionate about an anime and then getting to that point of toxicity where it's like you feel like you own it. I feel I'll, I'll ask this question then. How does someone stay passionate? How to anyone who's like a brand new fan of an anime or a or a brand new fan of like a, of a fandom? How is it? How can someone still be passionate about an anime, passionate about a fandom, but not get to the point of being toxic about it? Like I feel like some people need a crash course in being a better fan and like treating treating an anime or a project with respect as such. <laughs> I mean, I it's about it's about not making it a personality trait. When you exactly. make anime your whole personality trait, like you eat, that's sleep, it. read anime, that's gone way too far. Like when I'm seeing, you know, oh, um, you know, people are literally like expressing their, you know, their joy at particular episodes. Like for me, Demon Slayer episode 19, that fight between Uzi Tengen and Gyotaro was absolutely sick. And then I've seen people going underneath and going just like mid-anime. It's just like, dude, why are you coming in to just like deflate my joy like that? It's just like, okay, like you might not like it, but just like let let people enjoy their things. So the fact that you went, you want to go out of your way just because you don't like something to let other people feel like, you know, to get people down from from the enjoyment that they had, that's just, that's just really, that's, you know. That's just that's just that's just foul play, and that's that's what I don't like. It's like you can you can like you can have your opinion, we can discuss it, whatever. But why? Like we're all meant to be into like enjoy this amazing medium together. Don't bring somebody down, and that is by just like literally just like have a life, go outside, go touch grass, like like the, like being over consumed <laughs> yes, by yes. anime like day and night is actually too much. Like calm down, bro. Okay. I just want to also okay. say that making it your personality is the main problem. And that goes in tandem with people leaving the fandom or leaving particular fandoms and then talking shit about it at a later date. It's because they fear missing out on their own individuality. When you've assigned this, your personality trait, and then other people come into it because all of a sudden it's popular, then it, your sense of individuality is threatened. And so what you do in turn is you leave and you find something else to hype up about and you shit on the thing that you previously were hyping about. Yeah, facts. facts, facts so facts. I, I'm, I'm so happy to hear like some of these experiences and like hear these type of voices because I, I, cause hearing guys talk and hearing what Red Pit, hashtag Red Pitch said, I, it makes me think about like all the certain animes I was into when I was very young. And let me just, let me just, Disclaimer, I was very young at the time, so maybe I didn't know better. But the, the anime that like, introduced me to like, what anime was and is was, of course, Pokemon. And I was born in 1999, so I got really into the Indigo League, the Kanto region, and the Johto region. I was drunk on Pokemon. I When I say drunk, I mean drunk. I had all the VC, I had all the VHS tapes. I watched them religiously. I had Pokemon curtains. I had freaking Pikachu like plushies. And needless to say, if you could, to the point where it's like, even to this day, you ask me to sing any type of season theme song, I'll sing it right off the bat, hands down, with all the passion in my heart, because that's how much I was really into Pokemon. And you can kind of say it was kind of an addiction, but every time people start talking about other episodes and like how this season was bad and all that stuff, I didn't care. I still enjoyed it either way. And I still just enjoyed the animation of OLM and everyone else. It got to a point where the recent season that we had, I think it was what, the Aloha region, 
of Sun and Moon, I started talking about how I liked that that show, and people started relentless. They were relentless at me. They started hating on me because I liked that. Like, why would you even watch that show? Because they changed the animation, because it's different, and that these, this character was bad, this character is bad. I didn't care. And can I please say that that was possibly the most strongest season I've ever seen so far? And that's saying something. Okay. Um, so I am gonna I am conscious of time and I am gonna have to bring this to a close in a minute. But what I will say, um, just to come back on Pokemon, first of all, the two best Pokemon anime are Pokemon Origins and Pokemon Twilight Wings by Studio Kotorido that came out in 2020. It was an ONA and is absolutely amazing. That's the first thing. Um, please watch shoot Pokemon Twilight Wings. Second of all, um, your points are very, very valid, um, especially <laughs> Pokemon. Boy, that's a whole different space um, that we got to do at some point. But um, yeah, um, points are very, very valid. And thank you for making those points. Um, so I think PZN wanted to come in. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask for a closing statement from everyone on the Crunchyroll merger. And then I've got to get the hell out of it because it is 12 p.m. in the UK. It is officially the 2nd of March in one minute, in less than a minute. So um, yeah, PZN, please. Um, I'm not sure if I actually wanted to come in. I think I was just spamming the um, emotion buttons because I literally agree with what Lanville said about Pokemon. Um, I, Thank I was a you. Pokemon Thank you so much. So. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, I wasn't trying to come in. I just was very okay, cool. supportive. So, um, what I'm going to do is from each of the speakers, um, if you could just give me like a couple of sentences on um, what your thoughts are on the uh, Crunchyroll, the Crunchymation um, merger. Um and where you think it's going to take um, fandom and um, Western anime distribution uh, in the future, whether it be one year from now, one year from now, two years from now, or five years from now. Um, so I'm going to start in order. So Ed, and then Amina, and then Pizen, and then Jordan, Esperance, uh, Lenville, and Darnell. So uh, Ed, first, please. Yeah, first, thank you very much, Ash, uh, Black Anime Podcast, for having me on. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, if you don't know me, Ed, Super Anime Podcast. Um, in terms of where I think in five years, one year, I mean, no one knows the future, but I just hope at the end of the day, the consumers who benefits from this merger, I just hope that it's something that we can benefit from. We can enjoy more anime. As I mentioned, we are passionate. We love anime. So if this just can be a merger, I think it's a good on a, on a whole. So yeah, if it can just be something that um, the, the consumer benefits from, the audience benefits from, then I'll be happy. <clears throat> um, Amino? Um, it's um, very exciting. Um, again, just have to keep um, ears to the ground. Um, I just hope that there's more of a um, sort of like organic, um, you know, relationship um, between um, the fans I just hope that you know like more I think I hope there will be more risk on adaptations that they might not be you know big um, big hits but because the story is strong and there is like you know solid um, you know followings of them I hope they will be brought to the fore like there's always conversation about you know what reboot should be done and what you know um, seasons should have been continued etc etc so I just hope that you know they will listen to the fans and that would um, come up to the fore and lastly I'm just here to do a very very sneaky plug um, my my name Red Pitch is a name of a play that I absolutely love if you're based in London and you're local or if you can commute to Shepherd's Bush go and watch it it's an amazing show. You will not regret. 
Um, Send me a link of a red pitch. I want to. I want to take a look at it if you can. Um, yeah, it's, plugs are fine. I'm I'm rooting for everybody black at the end of the day. So if you got anything, um, feel free to plug it now when you make your closing statement. Um, uh, so PZN, you are next. Um, once and once again, thank you for inviting us to the space. I really appreciated it. Um, the way that um, I've enjoyed listening to everyone's opinions, thoughts, and voices has been refreshing. I actually wasn't actually supposed to come up to speak. I just was having this on as background music or background sound, but I was compelled to join in. So thank you again. Um, uh, my name is PZen from the Anime Freshman Podcast. If you want to jump onto the pod, um, we're on all your platforms um, that you would get your um your podcasting fixes um in closing i just gotta say that i'm very very excited for this um like i don't see any negatives from this merger i, I see like all positives for us in the west i see it as a thing where um we're, we're going to continue to find gems like ranking of kings recently um, i started watching and i would never have given that a shot back in the day but if it wasn't um kind of put in my face from like seen it on Crunchyroll then I wouldn't know what a masterpiece that tale is um, one thing that I would ideally like to see is um, potentially when Crunchyroll slash Funimation Crunchy Nation um, Funny Row decides to um, up the app game I feel as though tailored recommendations will be actually something that I would be rooting for because there is so much anime out there and like I feel as though if they can tailor their algorithm in a way to kind of make it um make kind of bring things that you wouldn't particularly um give a second look um but actually put it into your face i feel that will be something that's beneficial but in closing um yeah if you guys want to um, jump into the my dms and talk anime I'm, I'm always down to talk anime so yeah thanks again and uh peace thank you so much pzen um jordan All right. Um, first, thank you, Ash, for hosting the space. I didn't even know it was happening until today. Um, it was also really cool listening to everyone's point of view. Oh, oh um, it wasn't. Like it, it, was, it wasn't happening. Um, I basically, as soon as I heard the news, I was just like, "Bun it!" Like this, this space. I'm doing this space tonight, so oh. it, it wasn't scheduled. I just scheduled it today. Uh, oh, so, yeah. cool. Well, um, I'm Jordan. I'm one half of the anime savants. The other part is Neural Handshake, James. Um, he has way more to say than I do, usually on everything with a more intellectual take. So if you want to listen to Anime Savants, um, we are on YouTube. So we have it in video format and audio format going forward. Um, other than that, as far as what I want from the merger is I just want a more user-focused business. I want them to listen to us. I want them to ask us what we want. And then I want that to go forward with them also taking chances. And I want the market to be competitive because it's going to be in our interest at the end of the day. Now, financially wise, who knows where that's going to go. But as we talked about earlier, there's always pirating. Not that I'm recommending it. Okay. Bye. Esperance. Um, I huh? do realize that we have a new speaker, so I'll get to you last. But let me just get through these speakers first, because I'm going to close down this space in like a couple of minutes. So Esperance, please. Help. Pretty much what everybody said, just more diversity, more content, more risks. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great for everyone to just kind of have everything in one place. Lenvo? 
So for this merger, I'd say like a, a lot of people already said some of the things I already obviously going to say too. Diversity is a must. Having like fans like like have have a say or have or have like a choice in this merger, like when it comes to like their animes, is also a must too. I would say I'll uh, maybe I'll check Funimation the Funimation app or the Crunchyroll app and see if there's a section where you can actually choose like what brand new animes are being made from Japan so we can like watch them too and, and like have our opinions on it too and we can maybe find a brand new fandom. That would be incredible to see. But I just really appreciate hearing all these voices when it comes to anime. I hope to be more <clears throat> educated in it. I'm kind of more on the realm of watching the more pop, most popular ones like after they were made. I'm still watching Naruto and reminiscing on those memories. But... Other than that, I really appreciate appreciate you all so much, and hopefully I can interact with more of you guys. And I know I know a few of you I'll be interacting with if I need my my anime my anime fuel, if if need be, like or if you guys can teach me more about it. So I really appreciate that, and I hopefully I can depend on some of you guys to educate me on it because I'm still a newbie. At the end of the day, I can always use some more people I can talk to about this and learn more. You guys are my teachers. I am the students. <laughs> Thank you, Darnell. Thank you so much. I'm um, not Darnell Lenville. Thank you so much, Darnell. Come in next, please. Um, you want to let the the last person speak? You let them speak, and I can go last. Okay, cool. Um, swords, swordsman dribble. Hey, thank you uh, for the space, and thank you for having me on. Uh, actually, I didn't even know about this. Um, now I'm a little bit confused by it too. I mentioned that in the latter part, of what I had to say, but you know, I'm I'm happy because one thing about it with anime licensing and all these agreements and stuff, it can just ruin like what you have access to. For example, with Samurai Champloo, it was available on like Crunchyroll and Funimation, but then after some kind of lawsuit, legalizing, legal, all this stuff. It was only available on Funimation, so people kind of missed out on that. But now it should be available on both, I would assume. But uh, I was I was kind of uh, kind of uh, confused because there is a service called Ver V R V, and I thought that was like Crunchyroll and Funimation together. But maybe that was just more of a partnership okay, so, more than a merger. So in in terms of Verve, um, I'm not again. I live in the UK, so I'm not exactly privy to what it is. But I do know that it's merging back into Crunchyroll as part of this merger um so yeah but uh yeah but yeah go and continue okay but yeah i think uh it'd be cool like if they want to take it like even a step further i know crunchyroll if you go on their website and watch anime you can make an account and you can comment and stuff under different episodes or whatever but i think they may should take it a step further maybe and have something like how twitter has with the spaces maybe having some type of voice chat on their app or if they don't want to do that at least having like some type of um uh, text-based chat service or something you can do maybe either as you're watching an episode or like uh, under the episode or something like that. But I'll let y'all take it. Thank you again. No problem. Um, thank you. Uh, so Donnell, um, you comment and then I'm going to close this out with a final statement. All right, copy. So my comment is if this is good for the anime community, let me, I want to know what comes from it. Since I live in New York City, I hope when Anime NYC comes back or Comic-Con, the, the news of these things will pop off. And I, I, that's when I'll see the anime fans that I know come together and be happy for this. Or the anime fans that I also know probably won't like this, depending on who you know who the people are. But since from being in such a populated area with a lot of people I know, it's going to be 
detrimental to who who's, you know, depending on people. And for this, uh, hopefully this doesn't like a monopoly to a lot of people as, you know, anime coming together, this might separate people's variety. So depending on that. And for the, for newer anime, I hope Crunchyroll and Funimation, you know, they do grab new voice actors. They do create the space for new acting. And if you're an actor, Try throwing your hand into this stuff because that can really lead you somewhere. Make sure you got the skill to bring it. And for me as a fan, um, I'm going to probably be tuning in to what they have. And if they don't got nothing I like, I'll still be just keeping my ears to the ground like I always do. And for anyone that wants to look at me and my crew, um, my YouTube channel is FatmanDD1. My other YouTube are my friends. We do a podcast called Life of a Nerd. So check those out. And yeah, appreciate y'all. I appreciate you for having the space. No problem, no problem. Um, so I'm gonna close this out with a statement. So my final thoughts on this are um I although obviously it is um Crunchyroll uh consolidating their like monopoly of um the Anglophone um English uh, licensed um anime market, I think it is a positive. Um fragmentation is definitely um, bad for consumers. Um, not all consumers have the means to be able to purchase um, myriad various different subscriptions, anime subscriptions. So this is a positive. Um, what I want this to, what I want to see from this is, I want to see Crunchyroll definitely become um, more of a consumer-focused um, company. Obviously, um, they're a subsidiary. Um, they're going to have shareholders to please. Um, so they're not going to obviously put consumers before profits, but I want them to put consumers at the same level of, of their profits. I want them to increase um, and improve the user experience of their website and of their applications. I want them to um, involve um, consumers, the users of their sites, their subscribers in the decisions that they make at the highest level of the company, whether it come, whether it um, come to acquisitions, um, whether it comes to um, the type of Crunchyroll originals they'll be making. And I also want them to treat voice actors better. Um, I saw a tweet from Stephanie Sher, um on Twitter, um, who is a voice actor, um, an East Asian lady, um, that said about, can we get union dubs? So I want them to have union dubs. I want them to pay um, voice actors a livable wage. I want that to happen. Um, what I also want to happen is Funimation at the end of the day is an iconic brand um, to Western anime fans, um, as iconic arguably as Toonami. Um, so I don't want to see that brand um, be completely absorbed um, and I don't want to see uh, that brand go away. Um, but the most important thing I want to see is I want this um merger to be of um beneficial um to consumers anime consumers um and the anime fandom um those are my final thoughts um so i'd like to thank you all for um coming to this space um i am going to end it here um i've recorded it um so it will be available uh i've actually recorded it directly from uh, a browser my browser so it will be available the audio should be available tomorrow as a podcast um head over to at giant shooty robo and it will be there as an episode of gsr gaiden um which is our podcast about anime in general uh, and popular culture so it'll be there um 
So if I'm going to just do some final plugs, you can follow me, my personal Twitter, at AshBeardGuy. Obviously, follow Black Anime Podcast. Um, there's 175 podcasts in our directory on our website. Um, all anime mega podcasts all with um, black hosts, um, black creators, and that's www.blackanimepodcast.com. Um, and you can follow my podcast, Giant Sheet Robo, which is about Gundam and mecha anime in general, um, at Giant Sheet Robo on here and at Giant Sheet Robots on Instagram and TikTok. So thank you very much. Um, thank you all so much for coming. And this space is now finished. Thank you so much. And there will be another one of these very, very soon. Take care. I just want to say again, thank you all so much for joining me for this panel. It has to be undoubtedly one of the most enjoyable pieces of anime discourse I've ever engaged in. Thank you so, so much. And now for the obligatory social media plug. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at AshBeardGuy. You can follow my Gunpla and Plamo content account at AshtonZala on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at GiantShootyRobo, on Instagram and TikTok at GiantShootyRobots, and you can find us on the interwebs at www.GiantShootyRobots.com. You can also follow my other project, Black Anime Podcasts, the premier destination for anime and manga podcasts by black creators, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at BlackAnimePods, and you can find us on the interwebs at www.BlackAnimePodcasts.com. You can follow my Giant Shooty Robots co-host, Sentai5, on Twitter and Instagram, at Sentai5. So, once again, thank you all so much for listening, and I'll be back with another episode of GSR Gaiden very, very, very soon. See you later! This episode of Giant Shooty Robots Gaiden was produced by Ash Beard Guy with music provided by Jenga. Escape the spiritual bondage of battle, Shonen.